Welcome to the Podcasting for Beginners podcast with Ina Coveney. This podcast was recorded in front of a live student, student, in front of a live student audience, in front of a live studio audience. Uh, this podcast was recorded during a Podcasting for Beginners class in Marlborough, Massachusetts. And you can sign up for these classes and be featured in these podcasts by going to podcastingclassesinboston.com and signing up for the next available class. I just published the episodes the episodes. They're all episodes to me. Uh, I just published the classes for November and December, so you can go and find the best one for you. Also, on November 19th, I will be talking in Faneuil Hall on Tuesday, November 19th, featured by Starbucks. Thank you, Starbucks partners, for bringing me in by the Women's Impact Network for bringing me in to talk about your perfect business idea, how to pick it and how do you know that it's perfect for you. So I'm going to reveal all those secrets there. Again, you can find this and all the other classes at podcastingclassesinboston.com. Today, the topic of this podcast episode is going to be, should you grow an audience or not? Should you worry about growing your audience even if you are starting your podcast as a hobby? Even if you have no idea whether you're going to monetize it or not. Now, I'm going to ask this question of the students and I have no idea what they're going to answer. I'm going to ask them why they think what they do. And we're going to learn a little bit about their perspective. But me, I am... My, I am a salary replacement expert. What I do is I teach professionals on how to start a side business so that they can replace their salary and do whatever they want. And podcasting is just one feature of an online marketing strategy. So I love teaching these classes because I've been podcasting for a long time. But the question is, should they be growing an audience from day one or should they first decide what their business is? There is just one right answer, guys start to grow your audience from day one. I'm going to tell you why. All right. And by growing your audience, I mean having an online presence. Okay. Having a mailing list that people can subscribe to, having a website, having a social media accounts for people to follow the podcast. So why is that important on day one, even if you haven't figured out whether you want to monetize it or not? I'll tell you why. Number one, because if you're doing this, even if it is as a hobby, you will figure out very quickly that building an audience for your podcast is not something that happens overnight. Sometimes we get very fearful that we're going to put ourselves out there and the next day everybody's going to listen and everybody's going to find out what we're doing. And the reality is that it doesn't happen that way. Many people have a podcast out there that nobody knows about. And what's going to happen is if you don't worry about building your audience, Months are going to pass or episodes are going to pass and you're going to realize, wait, nobody's listening to this. I don't know why I'm spending all this time doing all this editing. Why do I care so much? I better just stop. And then <laughs> there is the common story of the abandoned podcast. This happens all the time. One hit wonders, right? 80% of all podcasts get abandoned by the third episode. And that is why, because we have this expectation that it's going to blow up and it won't. A podcast is something that you should keep doing every single week because you love the topic, because you love doing it. But if you're not getting an audience, it becomes way too easy to quit. So start building an audience from day one. First of all, for that reason, to make sure you're going to keep doing what you're doing and spreading your message to everyone. Number two is that once you decide to actually monetize it, who are you going to launch it to? Crickets? You need an audience that is already captive and wants to hear your message so that when you decide to launch your first product, you decide to start adding affiliate links, 
people are actually listening and you can monetize the audience you already have. So there's absolutely no downside to starting to build your audience from day one. Do not do this in secret and really go all out. So that is the intro for this episode. I'm really curious to see what our audience, what our students are going to say when I ask them this question and see what mentality they come in with, what uh, what their expectations are of their own podcast. And I, I can't wait to hear what their podcasts are going to be about. So why don't we leave it here? Welcome to Podcasting for Beginners by PodcastingClassesInBoston.com. Today's class took place at Marlboro Regional Chamber of Commerce in Marlboro, Massachusetts on Thursday, November 7th, 2019. And our panelists will share with us what their podcast will be about and tell us what they think about growing their audience with their new podcast. I'll let our volunteers introduce themselves. Hi, my name is Tony Nesbitt. Uh, my idea is to use some tapes that I've collected over the years uh, from my radio days and to revisit those moments and um, possibly have some interviews as well through over time with people I worked with who also worked with this person. And uh, as about growing the audience, my hope would be that people who are featured on this, whether they're people we interviewed or who were just callers to the program, will hear this and will somehow get in touch and then we can go from there. And I'm kind of excited about it. That's a totally valid way of growing your audience, by the way, having interview subjects and having them also tell people about the podcast. So I love that idea. Hi, I'm Deb Falzoy. Um, the subject of my podcast will be workplace abuse, helping targets understand what they're going through, what it is, how they can navigate what they're going through. Um and then having interviews with like some experts in the field, so employment lawyers, career coaches, different people who can lend advice and who can help grow the audience with a goal of um, passing legislation that gives people like a cause of action where they can um, get some recourse from what they went through and we can try to build a national movement with it. I totally love that. And especially after Me Too, I know there's a lot of people that are going to be looking for this information. Have you given any thought of how you would go about growing your audience once you start? I think a lot of it would come from pe the information resonating with people and them sharing it, but also the people being interviewed, sharing the content with their audiences. Got it. My name is John Nagelschmidt, and I am a... 30 plus year nurse and in nursing we often say that nurses eat their young and so what I would like to do is to be able to have a podcast to reach out to new nurses to tell them how to survive their first couple years how to work with other nurses how to manage all the doctors and physicians assistants out there so that they can start their career off on the right foot I love that. Do you think you would have new nurses come and tell you about their experience starting out in the workplace? I think at the beginning, they would not be willing to. But once they're past that first couple years, I think people are often willing to say, and this horrible thing happened to me when I was new. So I think I could get experienced nurses to participate. That would be great. And have you given any thought to how you would grow the audience of your podcast? One of my thoughts to grow my audience is that currently I'm a nursing instructor. So every year 
I have a small group of nursing graduates, but if I also reach out to my peers in nursing education, that I could, I could also reach some of their students through their recommendations. So I wanted to ask you guys, have you thought, now that you've been thinking about creating a podcast, have you thought about creating your own website, Facebook page, Facebook group, Instagram account? Has all of that online marketing stuff factored into your decision to start a podcast and has that been part of your plan? Yes, it is part of the plan. It's a bit daunting considering just life gets in the way. Um, you know, full-time job, family. Uh, I think just producing the podcast may be enough without having then to focus on maybe not too much. Maybe it's just Facebook. Maybe it's just Instagram. And then it can go from there depending on how it's how manageable it becomes. Uh, I think that's a long way off, but it does have to start someplace. So it, it is on the table. It's one of the bullet points on the list. Have you given it any thought, Deb? Uh, well, I have a website and a Facebook uh, account that has a decent number of people in it. So I think that it would lend itself well to just piggyback on that and either add the podcast to the website that I already have and then share that content in the Facebook account. Um, that would probably make the most sense. Would you like to tell us the name of your website so people can go and check it out? Yeah, so I'm at DignityTogether.org and then the national movement is EndWorkPlaceAbuse.com. Thank you for sharing that. What about you, John? Website, online media, what are your thoughts? Well, I don't have a website yet. I'm fairly well versed in managing um, pages on Facebook. I manage the page for my current school, Aspen Valley Tech, which is right up the street here in Marlboro, and I manage a couple of Facebook pages for other organizations that I belong to in the community. So I've been fairly successful at building audiences there. That's amazing. You're a pro at this then. I don't think I'm a pro at anything yet. <laughs> so, yeah. So what I wanted to make sure that everybody knew is that when you first start out, these are things that may be secondary and in the back of your mind, but they become very important for your podcast to be successful and for you to feel like it's getting traction. So thank you guys so much for giving me this perspective. And can you tell something to people who are listening about this class? Has it been a good experience so far? Are you guys learning something new? Yes, it's been an excellent experience. Um, having been in broadcasting and kind of out of it for a little while, uh, it was good to get some insight into some of the a little bit tricks of the trade mm -hmm. that you gave us. So thank you, Nina. Yeah, I've been taking lots of notes, and um, it's definitely a less overwhelming concept to, to tackle now, definitely. Thank you. I've been thinking for a couple of years about blogging or podcasting to get my ideas out. And and this has definitely given me some energy to go home and start working on this project. Awesome. So if everybody's listening, thank you guys. That is so nice. Um, and if everybody's listening, you can be the next guest in the podcast by going to podcastingclassesinboston.com and signing up for Podcasting for Beginners class. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to Podcasting for Beginners. If you would like to appear in the next episode, just go to inacoveni.com slash events. Remember to spell Coveni right. It ends in E-Y. And attend one of my workshops in the greater Boston area. I will see you there. And I hope to listen to you on the next episode. Bye, guys. <laughs>